Yo, what up? And welcome to another episode of Straight From The Stands, an unapologetic, unofficial LA Galaxy podcast, hosted by four five my supporters, who bring you the thoughts and views on everything related to LA Galaxy, Straight From The Stands. I am your co-host, Smarts, alongside the always angry angel, his counterpart, level-headed George, and the man with the facts, Masa. This is Straight From The Stands. Good evening. What up, y'all? How's, how's it going? Listen, uh, I'm gonna get into this, but up, uh, that's not George. Just, I, you know, I'll, I'll let you know who he is, but that's not George. Just, <laughs> just before the chat starts questioning, that's not George. He, he's not looking different, all right? <laughs> uh, he's not a deep fake. This is not George. Um, Mas, how you doing, Buffy? I'm good. I'm good. Good weekend. You know, I'm chilling right now. I'm I'm barely awake, but the cafecito right now is about to smack. So let's go. Whatever. Let's go, man. You're nuts, bro, for that. Hey, if I have coffee right now, I'm not I'm not sleeping until like five a.m. So I'm gonna have one more after the pot and then go go straight to bed, bro. That's how we do it over here. I don't know how you do it. Like you've been doing that forever, and I don't know how you do it because I would not be able to sleep with that. Uh, and then as I hit it, like not George Nelson Nelson from G30 Podcast. How you doing? Bro? <laughs> hey, man. Thank you guys for having me. Good. I'm good. I'm I'm happy to be ending my uh, my weekend here with y'all. No, uh, again, I, you know, I said off, off air, but uh, thank you for hopping on. I, I, I always tend to do this where I hit people up like way too late, like shit happens and I skip my mind. And I'm like, oh, fuck, George is not in on today. And then I, I, you know, I saw you, I, I think you guys tweeted something and it's kind of like, oh, like, oh, let's see if any of these guys are available. And, you know, thankfully, like you were. Uh, but <laughs> G30 Pockets, talk to me about that because you guys are fairly new in, in the Galaxy content world. Uh, talk to me about it's- G30 and what you guys are about. Yeah, man, it's good. We're we're doing Thursdays for now. That might change. Um, I do the show with my younger brother Mike and our friend Timmy. Um, we started, you know, doing stuff together. My brother and I had talked about it for a long time. Uh, like we were talking before, right? You, we all have these text chains anyway with our friends, right? So it's like let's do it. Um, and we started playing with Timmy on Chanchos, and I know there's a rivalry here a little yeah. bit between, oh, yeah. between our teams. We don't have to get into that. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, it's the Chancho's Boys podcast and it's been, the reception has been really warm. Um, I love that in our community, it's not about competition, right? It's everybody helping each other. Um, and we, you know, we took a lot of influence from you and all the other pods who have been around for a while. And um, we much appreciate the the love and support, man. We do our 30 minute show and get in, get out. And, you know, we'll see how long that lasts as, yeah. as the season comes you know maybe it'll be longer maybe it'll be shorter but um yeah that's what we're doing we're just feeling it up you know what like and and uh, you know we're talking about it and i stop, try to stop myself so we can have some conversation here it's like it's, it's that thing right it, it's that there's a lot of content right now and it's not g related nice and, and i fuck with it so heavy because it's like not everybody resonates with uh my opinion my, uh my opinion george's opinion and angel's opinion was on right like really you know we we, we're, we have we have a hard takes, hot takes here and there. Uh, but the fact that there's so many other places where you get content for the G's that might be close to your tone or, or what you want to hear, like, super dope. And again, I, I'm a fan of it. Masa was talking about how, like, you know, he enjoys your pod. Uh, and I'll say this, right? Like, that 30-minute pod, fucking great. Like, I appreciate I love, it. We... I love just kind of tuning in for 30 minutes and I'm out. Like, <laughs> I love that. Nice, man. We, we appreciate it. Um, like I said, the love has been 
insane. And we really, we really, truly appreciate it. We were worried at first. It's like, who are these guys? You know, is everybody going to be like, who are these new guys? Yeah. Um, with so many established other pods and stuff out, but it's been nothing but love and, and we appreciate it. And that's kind of, that's kind of what our vision was initially. It was like, you know, throw it on before the game. Um, you know, most people drive 30 minutes at least right to go to the mm-hmm. stadium. So let's do it. Yeah. yeah. At least 30 minutes to get, to get inside the parking lot and, and find parking. So you're good. You know what I mean? Perfect time for it. No, <laughs> I, listen, and, and you guys got, you guys got something going on. Uh, Amasa was talking about like how the flow, you guys, the flow of the show is pretty good. Uh, I enjoy it. So, you know, keep it up. Uh, we're we're fan anything, anything we can do to kind of help you support, uh, let us know we're here for it. Uh, and again, thank you for, uh, thank you for hopping on thank today and, and being here. Cause, uh, we appreciate it, right? It's gonna be me and Lonely as Massa on this pod without a third. <laughs> yeah, uh, so you guys know I don't say anything. So thanks, thanks for helping me, Doug. I, I stay quiet now for an hour or so. It's all good. Great, yeah, uh, <laughs> grateful uh, uh, to be here, guys. I was just gonna cut uh, pieces of George Saint crazy shit and just play it out of nowhere. You know, it's like have a conversation with somebody, like drop them in. Yeah, just drop them in and say, "Well, fuck that," and then continue <laughs> talking. You know, uh, no, but, but appreciate getting here. Um, all right, let, let's get going. Um, some news, not too much. There, there was more activity uh, this week than there was last week, so we'll talk about that. And also, I got a chance to, along with uh, a lot of the support group leaderships, we had uh, Outlaws, Lars, uh, Galaxians, and uh, ACB and, and VBlock uh, all had a chance to have a conversation with the coaching staff this week, uh, or actually last week on Friday. So I'll, I'll, I'll go over some of that, some of the stuff that I can share, because again, they had trust in us to have a conversation with us very candidly, and I don't want to abuse that. So I'll talk on what I could talk about, uh, but some really dope shit coming up with that. And, but we'll touch that after we get through some of these fucking rumors or and news, news, news is, huh? That's not a word. I'm pretty sure it's not a word, but let's talk about some news. Uh, let's start off by Gordon Wild officially heading to, to Indy. Indy 11, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. The Indy 11. Indy 11. Uh, what, what do we think of that? Like, is actually, I'm, I'm going to shut up and, and I'll say my piece of that. What do we think of, uh, of Indy 11, uh, Wild to Indy 11. Um, I'll go first. Um, I, I, I mean, it's a right move as a, as a player. I would too. You know, the coach that asked you to be here last year, they signed you because he asked you to be here. One, didn't you didn't get enough minutes, as you would think. And with the new coaching staff, I don't think he was going to get the minutes. So... It's the right move for his career. He's still young. He could still develop into something that, you know, something better. Uh, we don't know that. We won't know that. You know, we and he needs minutes. He can only get better if you play regularly. And I think that's the right move for him. And it's the right move for us, honestly. Interesting. Yeah. No, so what you, yeah, I'm I'm in the same spot. Um Indy seems to be one of the more legit kind of a lower league teams, you know, their, their name gets thrown around here and there. Um, it's a shame we didn't really get to see wild, you know, he showed flashes, those, those late game subs, you know, uh, but we'll never know. He has to play like Masa said, and what, what are you going to do? He's not Vanny's guy. Um, yeah. I don't know whose guy he was really. Uh, and I think that's a problem with a lot of these young, these young guys left over, right? Like the Triores and all these, like whose guys, yeah. Are are they, you know, and, and Vanny being a project guy, I'm, I'm not at all surprised to see him kind of cleaning house, but I, I wish him the best. Yeah, and, and I think you guys both make valid points, but there was that, right? There was a spark there. There was hints of, of quality there. Uh, and at least I was in the camp that I was hoping to see more of that this year. 
right? So like, and I think both of you guys are right. Like it was the right move for him, probably the right move for the G's. It's quite unfortunate because this is not the first time we see a player that shows shows quality get moved on, and we don't hear about him anymore, right? I, I, at the same time, I, I can counter that and say we've seen like the puppy who we held on for long, or Jack McBeano, we held on for for quite a while, and never never mounted anything. So, you know, we'll, we'll see it again. I just don't want it, which might be like one of those cases where it comes back and a few years later. He's playing the MLS side, and we're like, damn, like uh, like Lasseter. Yeah, <laughs> like Lasseter. No, yeah, no. Yeah, so again, I, I, I get it. I, there's no big, uh, there's no big, you know, drama over this. It's just kind of interesting to see a player that should show some promise being, you know, kind of moved on. Uh, it's interesting. Let's move on. Uh, Oriel Fisher. He got a, he got a officially announced today. Uh, heard about this on Friday, uh, and this is straight from 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 Vanny. He's coming in as the backup to Araujo, right? So yeah, I saw some, I saw some talks in in on the Twitter whoopers, uh about like him, you know, taking time from from Araujo. Doesn't seem like this case. It seems like he's definitely here for to be a backup for Araujo, uh, with Araujo looking like he's gonna miss some time with international call-ups. Again, uh, somebody with veteran experience has a has you know has a ring. He's won chips, so like. There's some spirits there. What do you guys think of this move? I, can, um, can I? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, can I jump in? Um, I I saw an interesting question about that. I was that that was my question, you know, to add to this conversation too. Right? Is he the starter or is he not? Having won things and and having experience, does he push Araujo to the wing though? I saw some people talking about that. Like, is that a possibility? That's a question lingering. Uh, but I, uh, in any case, I think he's. There's been a question of what kind of experience we have on that back line, right? Like Bingham was experienced, people's experience. <laughs> you know, like there's a lot of experience, but is it the right kind of experience? Yeah. Um, and I think this might be the right kind of experience. But the the lingering question for me is: Does he push him? Does he push him up? Yeah. Uh, and and I might have, I have something to add to that uh, when we talk about the, the conversation we had with the coaching staff. Uh, so I'll. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. Uh, Masa, thoughts on on uh, on, on the Oriel Fisher? Oriel Fisher. Um, I think he's going to be a backup, plain and simple. I think uh, Julian is too promising of a player. He's probably the most promising young player we have in on our team right now. Yep. For us to, you know, cut his minutes for someone who is coming back from a big injury who got their option to climb a DC. I'm not saying he's not a good player. He's just, there's no way you stump those minutes, especially for, for a coach like Vanny, who's all about building and uh, giving minutes to the youth players. I, I don't see it. So I think he's going to be a backup and he's going to fill in the holes, you know, when we need him to. And I think yeah. that's what he's here for. And that's, that's it. Yeah. And, and also, you know, Right, like like Vanny, Vanny very candidly said that like, he mentioned uh, Fisher by name and said he was coming in as backup for for Araujo, Right, so like, like let's let's set that out there. Um, but it's really interesting what he's doing here, right? Because we have Viafania on the left hand side who has that experience and in the right kind of experience, right? Not the big M experience or or the people's experience that, as Nelson was just saying, but he has the right kind of experience. And now you have the backup uh, to Araujo who has a similar experience, maybe not. 
as decorated or you know as known as as Biafanya. But somebody who was who's been here, especially in the league, against one in the league, uh, it it can only be good for Rajo, right? Uh, I, I know last year again, again, I was impressed with Rajo's work last year. Uh, I think I think we saw like a leap in in his in his uh, progression, but we also saw like some really dumb mistakes, right? Like some boneheaded red cards and just some unnecessary fouls. Um, and, and I think, you know, Fisher could be a guy who helps some kind of level some of that out, right? Kind of reel him in a little bit, say, hey, you don't need to do that here, there. And also challenges him, right? Because challenges him position that, that yes, I think it is Araujo's, but it's also Araujo's to lose. And if he, he slips, you know, there's somebody there that, that could push him in and take that. So it uh, seems like this isn't a free. Uh, it seems like it's an experience. I, I'm curious to see what kind of contract length it is. I'm hoping it's like a one year, maybe 18 months max, right? So we can have that that freedom to move from it if it doesn't work out. But it's it's not a it's not a bad move. I fucks with it. Yeah. It, like we're starting to see pieces kind of fall into place. Eh? And it's something we've been questioning for a couple of weeks. But it's slowly but surely starting to look like uh they're figuring this out. You know what I fuck with the most? Another international player on a green card. That's what I fuck with the most. Let's that go. shit is ridiculous, bro. That's gone. That's been missed. That's been missing. About it. Yeah, Jamaican international too. He plays for the national team, so we might lose him too. A couple, the couple games, you know. Hopefully not, but you know, I think that's what they brought him in for. But we have to remember he gets called up to the Jamaican national team too, and there's qualifiers and gold cup yeah. and all that shit too. So we'll see. Yeah, it, yeah. It's for the for the for the better, you know. Yeah, and and and, and, and you know what? I, I that completely went over my head, but that right, like like the non-international spot for an international player. Um, because we've seen that way too often in the last couple of years, where like we bring players in international who are shit, right? I'm, I'm, I'm not even gonna sugarcoat it, who are just shit, and they, they hold the international spot where we could be using elsewhere. So, yeah, you're right, that is that is super clutch. It's just kind of sweet as a deal again, being, being the fact that 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 it's on a free, being the fact that I think we dictate the length of the contract, um, and by all indications, it seems like Vanny and uh, DTK are kind of on the same page and pushing for the same things. It makes me feel right. And again, I'll talk more about why I'm feeling better about this team than I was last week. Uh, when we talk about the Greg Vanny conversation or the coaching side of the conversation in a little bit, but this seems like to me a good move uh, on what's like the larger scale picture for the G's right now. Um, uh, another player who's officially gone now, it's uh, Insua. Insua's out, uh, out to uh, Club yeah. Atletico Aldo. Aldo Civi? Aldo Civi, no? Aldo no, I, I thought it was S I V. Whatever. Uh, Argentina. I, mean, <laughs> I missed this. It's, back. it's, it's in Argentina? Yeah, it's yeah, Argentina. Yeah, it's, uh, 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 green and uh, yellow. Yellow. Yeah, and, and the yeah. thing about it is his brother plays there. So they're finally going to get yeah. to play together in Argentina, which is super dope. Uh, hopefully it works out better for them than it did for us when Jonah and Gio were playing together. Um, but it, not our problem. <laughs> <laughs> He's off Wait, that, He's didn't, pretty- that didn't work? Yeah, mm. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a lean towards no, <laughs> uh, but he, but he's got uh, it's interesting, right? Because I, I didn't think Intua was bad, uh, but I'll take Viafania over into uh, almost every single time for this. Yeah. There's bigger right? up, there's bigger upside, right? Yeah, yeah, well, I, I, I think so for sure. Uh, and it doesn't seem like like this seems like a good move for him too, right? Because I, you know, in the quote that I read is like. It's a dream come true for them to play together. They always wanted to play together. It just never happened to, to kind of align correctly. And, and, and now it is. So um, I see in the chat says that we did into a dirty. I don't know. It seems like it worked out for him, right? Like, 
Listen, I, I think we just washed our hands because they worked out. But you know, <laughs> he's not Vanny's guy, right? Like this is this yeah. is Vanny Ball now. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. Uh, too expensive. Yeah, like he he was exp- he was on a, on a on a heavy salary. So again, yeah. I'm just listen. We parted ways. He, he found his way. I'm good with this. Let's move on until it's gone out to Aldo Civi. Please correct me or, or clown on me for, for saying that wrong or clown on myself for saying that. Whatever. Just clown on one of us. Make fun of us. I appreciate y'all for that. Uh, all right. And, and let's go into this fucking never ending saga that is Bubble One. Jesus. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I, can, I, can I ask you guys a question? Go for it. Go for this it. This is a question for you guys. Let's say he comes back, right? Let's say he comes back. What is the reception like by the fans in the community? You know, given the position LA has on these kinds of things, right? These kinds of dramas. Um, what do the fans say? Open arms or you see Man, less Pavon jerseys? What happens? I, I can't speak for the whole community as a whole, but I've been very clear on saying I can't fuck with them unless these allegations get completely cleared. You know what I mean? Like straight up. I, I, I just don't, I can't, man. I, he's a game changer. A hundred percent game changer. Uh, as many people call him MVP level player for the G's, right? Uh, definitely a DP level. Like he's everything we want and I want him back as a player. But if these accusations don't get lifted, if they don't get just completely dismantled, like I can't, I can't, you know, I just can't support that, bro. Like, and, I, and, I, and I would hate for the G's to kind of Turn the blind, you know, turn the blind eye on this lane, and not realize that my man is getting called out for sexual assault. Like, you know, that's that's not a that's not something. He didn't run a red light. He wasn't driving while drunk, right? Like, sexual assault, bro. That's not something like. At least in my eyes, I can't, you know. And that's just where I stand. And again, I don't speak for the community. I don't speak for myself or anybody else in this pod. I just speak for myself. And I, for me, I can't. I can't really fuck with that. Masa, uh, I, I agree with uh, Rudy one hundred percent. Like. Uh, as much as I, I want him to be here, and I, I feel like right now is the, the exact time to purchase. You know, it could come back and bite us in the ass, bro. Like it's, it's not a fun situation to be in for for him, for the girl, for the team. It's it, it sucks for everyone, and I mean I hope everything comes out good and his name is cleared. You know. Yeah. I'm praying, bro. Like I'm really praying that if we sign this man, that that shit was BS, you know. And yep. like I, I hope it goes that way. But I mean, if it comes back and he's guilty, that I'm about to toss all these frames that I that I got from <laughs> man on yeah. and I have that shit in my house. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I'm 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 with you the same way. Like it it's it's got to be cleared, but it's a huge it's a huge liability. Like I don't see. I don't see why they do it. Um, yeah, which which makes the reports coming out like even more interesting. Like what what negotiations could be happening right now? It, it is something we don't know that they know, right? Like, is, is there something to this case that they know that we don't know? I, I just because I'm missing both. Like, I don't. I mean, we got figures, right? Uh, let me just go in and talk. But it's nine point four million for fifty percent of, of of his rights, right? Uh, there was reports that came out shortly after that one that said that they were meeting up to. Protest- Potentially just buy him out straight out, just have 100 of his of his rights. Um, so there's figures here, like there's like real negotiations going on right now, right? Because I know for a while it kind of it went quiet and it seemed like they were standing both standing still. It seemed like they're actually moving, but there's reports saying that uh, Gisela Marisol 
uh, hit up the galaxy and said, hey, there's a, there's this going on here. Like, you know, there's we have this case going on here and we're asking uh, we're asking the, the, you know, enforcement not to let him out of the country right now for this. Right. So, like, it's not like it went away. Right. Uh, and I'm oh, listen, I'm, I'm actually OK with that going away. Like, I don't want to get swept under the rug. Right. Like, I want yeah. if I want to come if he comes, I want him to be come and be like, hey, I told you guys I didn't do anything. It wasn't me. Like, no, she, she was wilding. Or not to come at all because he, you know, he has his on him, right? Like either way, I just needed to be clear. And it's man, I'm, and I'm, yep. I'm torn. I'm torn, bro. Right? Because like we can't, we can't take him without without him being clear. And if it's murky, then I don't, I don't want to mess with it. That's that's and, where I stand. And and it's fucked up, right? It's fucked up because it really is a player who could change the galaxy's future, right? It, it, it's all that. It's all that. But like you have to, at least personally, I have to take a stance on what's right and what's wrong. And and yeah. you know, sexual assault. You know, no way around it's that, fucked right? up. Yeah, yeah, you can't. You can't. Yeah. Uh, um, P spot is nice though. If if it's open, you know. Yeah. Another oh, yeah. to play with. Yeah, we, we have some. Um, interesting though, right? Uh, Masa, you you have been strong on on that uh, under two digits. Nine point four, nine point four, four five, or fifty percent of his of his transfer. Does that seem right for you? In my book. Yeah. You yeah. want to see lower? Uh. I'm okay with the 9.4 just for a higher percentage. Yeah. Um, so with that percentage, you're valuing Pavon at what? 18? 18, 18, 20, somewhere around Nin- there? 19. It'd be like 19, right? Let's say 19, but round around 20, round around 20 mil. Like, but right. at the end of the day, it's the G's are paying under double digits. So shit, I care less. I mean, you know, if he's going to be here to me last year, he put up, MVP numbers. If we would have made playoffs, he's in the MVP. He's an MVP candidate. Easy, simple, and yeah. that's on a shit team. Yeah. So. Yes. Uh, yep. Yeah. You're 100 right, and, and, and okay. I can't stress that enough. Right? I can't stress enough. He's a game changer. Like very few people in this league, he's a game changer. Right? Um, yeah. Fucking a man. <laughs> like, like this is bullshit. It's a mess, man. Uh, yeah, it's 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 so dirty. And of course, of course, G's are all up on this. So, uh, whoop, you know. Well, I mean, I they they kind of have to be. I think so because it's it's the like, go. Oh, if they turn their back on him, and it's like, well, we don't believe you, and then it turns out to be, yeah, fake. Yeah. Like, well, why the fuck would I want to go play with like over there? You know, you guys know I want to play with you now. Like you know, you know I want to be over there. Like it's like you guys don't believe me or what the fuck. Type yeah, of shit, you know. So I agree. It's, it's a it's a funny situation, bro. Like it's it's a fucked up situation. It is. It's, it's a fucking situation to be in. Uh, but we'll keep tracking and we'll keep talking about it every Monday until this shit fucking clears up and, and figure out what the hell really happened. Uh, but it is. It is the Pavel novella, as the chat was saying. It's you know the saga that we're waiting to see what happens. Uh, here's another player who 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 gets talked a lot about. Uh, Chicharito, right? Chicharito has been going hard. Uh, at least Instagram will tell you that, right? Because uh, his actually Instagram and his body will tell you that. Because my man looks yoked, like he has he has he has some definition going on. Uh, okay, like he's not the fat he's not the fat guy coming out with the extra large uh, galaxy kit, as somebody else said last week on the chat. Like he looks fit, he looks fit. Uh, and you guys get a chance to read the story. Uh, Troll Baxter, I mean Kevin Baxter, uh, posted this week. What was it last week? I'm sure. Uh, you guys I, I would have read it, but I still don't fuck with Chicharito, so I just <laughs> scrolled right by that shit. 
so I, I read it. It's a good article. I can't, I can't, I can't knock it. Right. I, I don't like the author very much, but the article as well, or it was well written. It's, it's a good article. Uh, and I'll just kind of recap it by, you know, he's talking a lot about the debt that he has towards the fans and the club itself. Right. Uh, he felt, he felt a debt towards, uh, GBS too, because, you know, he ended up getting let go when he had a shit season. Uh, it's a lot of it's a lot of Henry saying, "Hey, I fucked up," right? Uh, and you match that with uh, his Instagram recently, and it seems like, "Hey, I fucked up," and I'm I'm trying to do right by it. I'm trying to get in shape to do it. He he's, uh, if he if he didn't understand before, I, he seems he seems to understand now. Time yeah. time will tell. On our on our on our pod, we did a. Who do you think is a big boom? Who do you think is a big bust? And and he's my big gamble boom player yeah. i hope he shows up because he's our guy we don't have a choice and you have talked about this before right like he's the guy yep. so i don't know we got to support I mean, the guy he seems he seems to understand he only has to score one more goal next season than he did last year for it to be a boom <laughs> so it's not a bad it's not a bad gamble to be honest uh it's pretty safe bet uh fair. listen it, fair. It, it, it's um it's interesting right I, I'll, I'll give my i'll give my two cents on this though like I would prefer him not to be doing this. I prefer him not to do the whole social media campaigning of him working out and getting fit or that, or having that article put out there with uh, the explanations, everything he did. Uh, I'm a big believer that your actions will speak a lot louder than any of the words you do. Right. It does does seem to be like image rehabilitation, right? He's like mm -hmm. cleaning it up too. Like that shouldn't go unsaid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Listen, I've been, I, I've, I, I've never been, I've been on a teacher's boat, like from the jump, right? I, I think I give him more credit than most people do for, for his smarts in the field. I think he knows how to read the box very well, find the spaces very well. He didn't show none of that last year. So don't take it, don't, don't take that for, for last year. Cause last year there was none of that, none of that at all. I was, on the, I was in the same boat with you. I yeah. said his movement off the ball is world-class, bro. Little, not a, a lot of strikers in the world <laughs> make those type of runs. Yeah. Those cuts are crazy, yeah. but I mean, that was we me saw none of that year and, and this year. I'm just, yeah, I don't know. No, I, you, you're, you're, and, and you know, the, from the jump of from the jump of this season of Shivan Stan season, I've been telling you like you and and the rest of the community who are, who's upset and mad at you have all the right to be, right? Because my man, like, he did not live up to what we expected at all. I mean, not even close to what we expected. So, yeah, you, you guys are all in the right to be mad. Um, that being said, though, like. If, if if what he's putting out there, both imagery on Instagram and like you know the written stuff, if he come out and 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 just accomplish like some of the stuff that he wants to accomplish, like he'll win this over because like LA we like winning, right? Like there's no there's no ifs or buts nothing. They, like LA likes to win, so if you could put some goals in and, and and get points for us, get three points for us because you scored the goal, like we'll get on your side pretty quick. And as a matter of fact, like it's weird. You said image rehabilitation, and it kind of worked because I've seen a lot less hate on on Chicha on, on social media, right? And again, social media is not real world, <laughs> I get it. But it's my real world right now because fucking I've been stuck at home for like the last year, so that's all I have. Um, but it's a lot less hate. Like yeah. there's more sympathy <laughs> towards him, which I did not expect. You know what I mean? Uh, which is interesting. So let's get in a conversation. What, what do you guys make of all, of all that? Like, like I know my senior article, but like, like what you've seen online on, on his Instagram and nothing. You, you read the article, so. All of that, all of all of Chicharito's uh, image rehab, as, as he called it. Uh, yeah. What do you what do you make of it? Um, I don't have a problem with it. 
you know, it, it's cool to me. I I literally scroll by it. I see it. Like, all right, you're getting it's preseason, you know, like you're yeah. getting it's preseason to your preseason. I, that's cool. You know, I'm waiting for the season to start. Then I, I always said, like, I just because I feel like this now, a player could always win you over, bro. Yeah. Like sometimes players take a year to to adapt to the league or a couple months. You know, his first year injuries, uh, baby mama drama, whatever the fuck it was. I mean, shit happens, bro. He's a human being. Yep. I'm still upset though, because I, th- I, regardless of all that, he's he looked way out of shape last season. All kinds of all kinds of weird shit happened last yeah. season. Whatever. This season, you look like you're ready to go. You look like in the best shape. I've possibly seen you in your career and we'll see what happens. I'm, I'm whatever about it. I'm like I said, I scroll through this shit. just like the article. Like, so prove me wrong on the field. I, yeah. <laughs> I do not have a problem with you talking your shit online or, or, you know, showing out, showing love to the galaxy. I'm never going to be mad at that. It just shows that you, at least on paper, it shows that you want to be here. And yeah, yeah, I yeah, yeah. Matter about that. Nothing. What, what you gotta say? Uh, <laughs> I, you know, I get accused of being Ted Lasso. I'm, <laughs> I'm really optimistic. I get really Same. mad at Same. the end of every year. I'm like, fuck this, fuck this. And then like the preseason stuff starts to come around, and that little bit of hope <laughs> comes back. You know, um, yep. <laughs> I'm too optimistic. I love the team so much; it hurts and it makes me sick. Um. I want to believe him. I want to. I don't think it means anything, like Masa said, until he does something, right? Um, but I'm a bit of a sucker for it, I have to admit. Um, <laughs> you know, I don't know. I'll be honest. Um, I don't know. I, yeah. I hope it's true. I want to be one over. We'll see what happens. He was terrible last year. Can't lie about that. Yeah. Uh, uh, man, Preachers are quiet, right? I I am the optimistic one in the group. Straight from the stands, I always like want to see the best. I always want to, you know, hope for the best or whatever. Even though at the end of the year, it's you know, face palm, right? Um, but yeah, like same thing though. Like I want to believe Chase because again, I believed in him last season, right? And then he put me completely wrong. Uh, but I still believe he has those qualities. So I'm hoping, like you know, his his mental his mental state is right, and his, his physically he looks right. So. Hoping this could only only be for the better, and, and he shows out. Uh, hopefully, we build a team around him too that could kind of supply him a little more than than we did last year, right? For when he wasn't the pitch, man, it's a lot of ifs. Uh, but I am I am a little optimistic again, right? I'm turning the page again, and I'm kind of like, let's go, right? It's just so stupid, I know, but still, like it's, it's here. Like that's 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 the. Way it's like I am. peaking a little bit. It's like the little ray of <laughs> yeah. light. Yeah, yeah, it's coming in again. You know, and we're getting closer. We're getting closer. Um. In speaking of that, right, preseason. Uh, we, we heard uh, we heard dates for preseason. Preseason. So actually, let's start. Let's start here. The league start got pushed back about a week and a half or so, or two weeks. Is now the seventeenth of April. That's what the target uh, start, and we'll see if that sticks. Um, and then I think everything gets pushed out like a week or so after that, right? Uh, so season starts April seventeenth, or the weekend of April seventeenth. Preseason uh, starts March eighth. There's voluntary, so it starts March 8th because on March 1st, players are required to enter a mandatory quarantine, right? If you want to do it beforehand, you can start quarantine a week before March 1st, so you can start uh, preseason March 1st. 
uh, which is interesting. It's just around the corner. We've got about two weeks till that, till that happens. Uh, and I know for a fact that they're looking to start March 1st. Uh, they're, they're already doing some of this because the boys are, the boys are, are doing a training suggested by the coaching staff, right? Cause they can't actually tell them how to train, but they've been suggesting them how, how to, yeah, that exactly bunny ears everywhere. Um, they've been suggesting the workouts and, and, and it's voluntary. So nobody has to do it, but like, it seems like the response is there. And most of the players are already doing that at home uh, as, as well as some of the guys linking up and, and working out at the beach. Uh, I know Jonah and, and Julian uh, have been going to the beach and working out together. So you start seeing that already. Everything, like it, it's that time of year, right? It, it, it feels like it's a month late, but it's, it's happening. It's, it's getting ramped up. We're hearing dates. We're, we're starting to see pictures of players working out. Like there was a picture of Jonah or Galaxy tweeted a picture of Jonah working out. It's happening. I'm ready for this. Uh, looking forward to this. So March 1st is when we should start seeing this. Um, so before I move on and talk about like the, the meat of this, with uh, the, the meeting with um, with the coaching staff, did I miss anything? Did I miss any, any cheese topics? I saw something earlier. Jonah posted a thing on Instagram with his, you know, his jersey pulled up and, you know, he's talking about life challenges getting in the way. And I'm a little worried something has happened already. Um, with, in this preseason training, um, or there's there's more news to be to be made. There it was it was weird. It was like the last thing I saw before I came on here. I just throw thanks. that out there. Thanks, thanks, thanks for that. Thanks that for that. <laughs> I seen that too. I I just didn't understand what he was trying to say. So um, let me go check that out. Right? That there was, there was more signings <laughs> coming out this week. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I'll I'll definitely I'll definitely. All right, hold on, give me a second. I just got to look at the story. You got to see what they was talking about. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you never know uh, with him. Yeah, cryptic as fuck, huh? He's cryptic as fuck. Um, yeah, so actually, signings and all that, let's get into that. But Masa, before we go in, uh, you you actually mentioned, and I didn't copy it over, uh, that young DP, or not not young DP, uh, I forgot what, they, what they're calling it, but the young player under 22 contract. It's going on. Do you, do you do you remember what you're talking about? That Masa? which uh, which um, the, the young twenty? Yeah, what, what we're talking about the, We're just talking about that, like uh, how that because that's going to come into play, right? So the thing is, if you you could bring in a young player under the age of twenty two, right? Uh, with the, up to five hundred, you could. Um, okay, I remember now. Uh, as long as he doesn't turn twenty. Two or twenty three. Twenty three. Remember that you can turn twenty three during the season. Um, you can bring them in, and I think their salary is like around six hundred something. It's like a high number, but it'll only I think only like one hundred fifty k or like two hundred k count against your cap. I guess it's kind of- so it's like a kind of like a fake DP kind of thing where it only it's like a small cap hit, but you're still he's still making more money than that. Yeah. And as long as he's under twenty three for the season, you could sign him on to that contract till they're twenty five. So that that's that's key, right? Because you find a nice gem, you can hold him for three years. You know, pay him the six hundred, seven hundred k, whatever, whatever the cap is. But it only impacts one hundred fifty, two hundred k on your salary. And that's major. That, you I, could bring you could bring three of those players in. Yeah, at once. It's not just. Oh, just one. So technically, it's like three young DPS, and then you still have your three DPS. Three DPS, yep. And, and so I think six. that 
So actually, let me open up to you guys. What do you think of this rule, right? And just in terms for the league, in terms of what it could be for the LA Galaxy, what do you guys think about this? Because it seems like it's a big push to get young, talented players in, into the league. Well, I mean, I think it's the smart move. I don't think, um, you know, MLS foresaw the moving of all these young players right now, like going to Europe and succeeding, you know, or just going out. And I think it's a it's a perfect time. Like it, everything just aligned. Like yo, like come to MLS. The players are moving. Yeah, like they're here for a year, or they've played six months here. And uh, Reynolds already went to Roma, and he was only, he's only played six months of MLS soccer. So I think it's a it's a good uh, a good stepping stone. Uh, and I think the all the teams that can possibly take advantage of this should take advantage of this. I think every team could take advantage of this. Just because it's like, uh, you know, the big stars want to come to big cities. But players that are like, oh, well, I could go to MLS for a year or two and then make my jump to Europe, I'll go play anywhere. So I think if people ain't taking advantage of this, uh, they're going to get left behind in the yeah. league. Uh, yeah, I think it's that push to, um, like, the average age is coming down, right? Like, mm-hmm. like the Almiron's coming and the Central American's coming and the South American's coming and... Um, the league, you know, I agree, moving towards more of a selling model, right? Well, you come and play and develop and look at our players, Aronson, like the kid out of Philly, he's super young. Um, I think he's homegrown, but um, the jump is getting easier and easier. So I, I agree. I would like to see the Galaxy find a balance with that. And like, we're kind of doing that already this season, I guess with our own, but um, we're going to have to get creative in, in looking where we find players. To, to keep up, I think. Yeah. Um, in, in you know, it, here's the thing though, right? Like I think it's so lucrative because of, of the eyes that MLS gets, right? I don't think MLS is up to par with the big leagues when it comes to the skill, right? I think there's still like a, a you know, there's still a, a big, big gap there between skill. But when it comes to like the marketing and the eyes and the broadcasting that MLS has, that's up to par with like, you know, a lot of the leagues, right? Uh, especially going forward. I think this is the last year that we have, the, the individual clubs have, yeah. yeah, contract right after this year, like everything is going to be under one. Uh, it's probably going to be a, a ESPN Plus because they seem like they're just you know taking everything they can. Um, and and once you do that, like it's 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 game over, right? Because now you have like ESPN, like Disney, that monster be- machine behind you distributing fucking uh MLS games. It's a wrap. I, th- I think marketing wise, and, and and if you're a young player from like Central America or or from South America or even like like the lower European leagues. And you get a chance to be seen every week, week out. Like it's gonna be, it's gonna be enticing for any player. I think it's big. I think it's big in the league. I'm, I'm actually really excited for it. As long as the team is actually putting the work in, it's got the right players, right? Um, also interesting to see what, how this mechanic works for, for like our really young, promising players, right? Because we lost some players uh, just recently, right? A couple of years ago, that are now like striving in in uh, in the Bundesliga because we didn't pick them up. This gives a mechanism to pick them up pay them out right your your talent well, i think we think your talent here's 600k it's only going to hit us 150k and we'll keep you on the books for for the next three years see if you develop it into something or not right or we could flip you but we got you locked in interesting it's really interesting dynamic i i think it's the first time in a long time that i like uh i like a move that the league in in general is doing right because i think it's pushing the league towards towards better better football and just more money being moved around in the league and, and i think it's a good thing um yeah, so that's interesting. Uh, that's that got brought up actually 
uh, in the conversation I had with, uh, I said I had the conversation we had with, with, with the coaching staff. Uh, again, it was the, it was the leadership group from from all the supporter groups, Outlaws, Galaxians, ACB, and Lars, uh, B Blockers, Penguins as well. And and it was just you know it was the coaching staff and, and the leadership group. Let me start by saying this, right? I've been I've been able to have uh, and be in some of these meetings with prior coaches, right? Uh, and and just at the FO. It had been a very long time. I think since like maybe like 2010, 2011 Bruce Arena since we had real candid talk with the coach, right? Like where it wasn't pre-written for him and the way he was an answer. It was just a conversation. And that right there is, is it's, it's a move in the right direction for sure, right? Uh, there was, you know, when, you get, when you're talking to somebody, the head coach of the Galaxy, and he can answer to you and say, not sure yet, right? And doesn't have to come up with a, with a fabricated answer that kind of, you know, throws it away. You get a sense of, of like, okay, like you're, you're, you're a person, we're having a conversation and, you, and you're thinking about this and all that, right? Um, so I, I, I took away from there, I took away from that, that Greg Vanny has knows what the fuck he's doing. He, he knows what he wants and he has a team around him now that all are kind of vibing in the same direction. Uh, Gato, Ke- Ke- Kevin Hartman is, is probably the one joining, uh, joining his, his staff that wasn't already in, in Toronto, but it seems like they, they, he should have been right. Because the way they vibe with each other is fucking dope, man. Like you see them just bouncing around each other and it's super cool. Uh, but let me get to like the shit you guys want to hear. Uh, one of the guys asked him like, what's up? It's been, it's been dark. It's been kind of quiet. Like, what are we doing? Right. Uh, and he responded very candidly that he, they're looking for seven or nine players. Like they're looking to bring in seven or nine players and that you will see some of these things happening sooner rather than later. Uh, that kind of puts at ease a little bit, puts me at ease a little bit because if you look at a roster right now, like, you know, you, you could tell you need seven or nine pieces to come in. <laughs> uh, Can I ask a question? Yeah, go for it. Go for it. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't interrupt. But something i've been thinking about right is are we seeing vanny is known for bringing in these like league guys right like the guy we just signed and getting the most out of them and we're used to big and flashy and what have you um do you think this silence or or is anything you've seen indicate that this silence is kind of a preparing us for a more I don't want to say honest, but like a more like working tamed. team, more, more, you know? more tamed, more tamed signings yeah. and not like a, like a, like a more tamed G's. Can yeah. I ask uh, that? Yeah. Listen, I, I, I don't, I, you know, I didn't thought about that, but I, I think you, you, you might be onto something, right. Um, which I don't necessarily think, and now I can't confirm that or not. Right. Like, but I think you might be onto something. Uh, and I don't necessarily think it's a bad idea. Right. If you, if you remember like our, our, you know, our dynasty years, Bruce did a lot of that. Right. Like he brought in players that he he knew from the league that had been in the league, and he made really good teams with them. And then he brought in the pieces that he didn't have from other places, and that worked, right? So like, I I can't necessarily say that yeah, that's the that's that's what he's doing. But if that is like, we have a history of that working out for us, right? Um, I don't think we ever shy away from like bringing in, you know, the big names when they're available. I don't think we ever shy away from that. But if you could sprinkle in like these players that have been around the league, uh. And that can really put something in work. I, I'm not opposed to that at, at all. You know what I mean? It seems like it's, it's, 
It's the McGee's and Gordos, right? Like Gargan, right? Uh, <laughs> big red in the middle. Like even you know, like there's 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 numbers they could bring out. Like right, Juan Pablo. Oh no, that didn't work out. Um, Juan Pablo. <laughs> uh, but but it's that though, right? Like, like it's bringing these players that, that that have experience in the league and they're you know blue collar, right? Like they're working they're working men and and they actually contribute a lot to the team. So uh, I, I hadn't thought about that, but uh, that's if they, bring, uh, if they bring grit, man. If yeah. they bring grit, like yeah. And want to yeah. win? I'm cool with that. Yeah, 100. percent And it's something that you know, as Massa, like he complained. We complained about it all last season that these fools had no, no grits and they had no fight. You know, what I mean, it was just kind of like, oh, I got punched. Let me roll over the whole season. So if you get somebody, can take somebody, can take a punch and, and give one back. Like, yeah, I'm all for that. I mean, not not. I mean, I wasn't talking literally. I don't want nobody punching each other and getting reds. But you know, what I mean, like, you know what I'm talking about. Um. All right, so you get seven nine players. Uh, he. They mentioned that there are, there's seven nine players who are already targeted. Uh, there is not like a big search as players that are already targeted, but what's taking them longer is the fact that they can't go out and and actually watch the game or, or meet with them in person because of all the restrictions right now. So it, it's been slower because of that. Uh, but there are players who are targeted, uh, and their names have been kept out of the media, you know, because of that. They don't want to start speculation because they don't know how fast they get stuff done. So they're just kind of keeping it in the name. And it seemed legit. I'd say that much. It seemed like it, it wasn't something like they're just kind of scrambling to hold us back and, you know, they'll get everybody worried. It seemed real legit. Like he seemed like they knew what they want. Uh, he went into talking about like there's, uh, here's, here's something interesting. He said like, we want the one through 10 players to be high caliber, but the 11 through 18 have to be on par. Like it can't be a drop off. Uh, he said a big thing that from his perspective last year, so it was, it was that, that like they had like high quality players when they were not performing, like the next one up was three, four, five steps behind. Right. So they wasn't that he was, they, there wasn't that interchangeable pieces where you could just move them in and you keep ticking. Like there was a big uh, step down when you do it. So like his thought is definitely bringing in uh, players who are, you know, 11 through 18, but still, very capable to hop in at any point and, and, and fix it, which is good to hear, right? We'll see how, we'll see what the execution is. Um, and he mentioned, uh, he mentioned Oriel Fisher. And then he said the, the, a minimum of a one center back, right? A possibility of two, but a minimum of one center back. Uh, he did say that he, there was a name he didn't share with us, but there was a name uh, they're looking for in CB. Now, let, let, let me stop here and let's, let's have a chat about this. Is one center back enough? Absolutely. One center back enough for you? Yeah, absolutely. Good. Talk think, to me about um, it, it, I, I saw this, this little mini doc, and I don't want to bring up another team, but because um, it's my team, and then I'm like, oh, here we go, talk to about it. <laughs> before, before Simeone signed, with Atleti, I'm gonna give you an example. The backline was Juan Fran, Diego Godin, Miranda, and Felipe Luis. And that team, the same that same backline before Simeone took over was one of the most scored on teams in La Liga. Can you imagine that? Like that? No, I was gonna say the opposite actually. Before you mentioned that, exactly. So after watching that, it kind of made me realize, like, yo, maybe coaching is. You know, like uh, we we don't give coaching enough credit. 
So it just depends to me. Maybe one CB, and I don't want to say people is the big shit or Steris is going to have a breakout season. So I think with one CB is a note, but I think coaching is very important, uh, especially defensively. And when I heard that, I, I couldn't believe it because I don't remember that. And that's mm-hmm. crazy to me. So I think that, you know, just going off of that, I think coaching is very important. And we'll see. Hopefully the coaching staff get their shit together. And if they do decide to bring in just the one CB, I'm hoping that they work on that first because defense wins titles. So I'm going to be optimistic about that. I just, I just want to see work as a unit, man. You know, I think, I think, I think the, they need directions and they need, they need to gel. They need to work as a unit. I still don't know who the voice is going to be back there though. Um, And that's, that's the only piece missing for me. Um, Is that center back? They're going to bring in the voice. Or is it a filler and they expect, you know, Steris to be the voice or whoever people were bond even. I, I don't know. Yeah. But on top of all of that, yeah, the coaching and, and I want to see them play as a unit. I miss that. Yeah. A hundred percent. And I think, man, uh, both great points, right? Like that voice. You're right. Like who, who's bringing it? Uh, Steris could bring it, but if he has one or two mistakes, he loses the credibility of his voice, right? Like, so he could yell all you want, but if he makes one or two mistakes, that's gone, right? Uh, and he's prone to that. You can say the same thing for people, and you can even say that about Dupuy, right? Because Dupuy, for for as, as green as he is, is really good, but he makes mistakes, right? Uh, Araujo way too young for that, right? Uh, maybe Afanya, like he he could be, but I, you know, I I never paid attention to him on the field, so I don't necessarily see how Avoku is with with his team, right? So we'll see that. Uh, Bond, I think it's 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 it'd be hard pressed because he's new, he's young, he never really had like the first. The first choice keeper status, right? Like, and we're assuming that's him. And, and, and by all accounts, uh, the coach staff look, is looking at him as as the as the number one as well. Uh, but yeah, you're right. Like that 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 voice, right? And 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 I always go back to talk about Burhalter because he he completely changed the face of the defense for us when he came in because he became that voice, right? And he reeled in uh, Omar at first, and then he worked Omar and AJ, and like, and then he had you know like, sorry. I, I, I'm going back to old days and I'm kind of getting happy, but it was that, it was that effect, right? Where like, he kind of ruled a minute and said, Hey, we're going to move as a unit, as you were saying. So yes, hundred percent that. Um, and then to Massa's point, like that is crazy because the, the, that line that you mentioned with Leti, like I remember it being just super dominant, not letting anything through. Right. Um, yep. And, and, and the fact that like say Simeone and his staff that kind of put that fight in their girth to kind of lock him down. It's, it's really interesting. Really good point. Um, and I'm just going to keep rolling with this. Like, you know, uh, when there was questions asked about the defense to them and, and he said like, yeah, you, you guys are right. Like the defense was shaky. The defense had a lot of flaws, but it's also like uh, the midfield had, had had to do with that. Right. Because the midfield would be pulled out, pulling the defense out. And now like the whole thing is, is, uh, is out of shape. So we don't have the shape defensively. The counterattacks was done. Uh, so he said, like, he, he, he doesn't want to pinpoint the defense being like the one, the one thing that he needs to fix It's it's really the whole team that has to be moving together in order not to get pulled out that way, right? Because, you know, he said he, he's seen it many times where, like, one player stayed up too high, so the other player had to pull in higher, and that kind of shifted everything. The counterattack was on the other side, and, and, and that was a wrap. And, and you guys don't even have to, you know, I'm pretty sure you don't have to think very hard to remember a play like that, right? Like, we've seen that over and over and over and over again last season. Uh, so they, they, they've seen it as well. Like, they're not oblivious to that. They've seen it as well. And, and, and so, therefore, they're thinking of bringing in two to three uh, midfielders, right? They're looking for 
they're looking for a a solid defensive mid, a a box to box, and for sure, for sure, a cam, a creative player uh, who they want to bring in. Uh, again, he they're they're mentioning they have they have you know targeted players they want to bring in. No names are given, but they have targeted players on that. Um, let, let's talk about this for a second, right? Because I. I've, from the only positions that I always thought like, were pretty set was the center mid positions, right? And I'm, I'm envisioning this being line of four, two CMs, uh, right wing, left wing, a cam, and, and a striker, right? Like that's that's my vision for 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 this team. Don't know if that's regular, but I feel I felt that that Jonah Legette in the CM was a lock, like that was a lock. Uh, here and that they want to bring in a, a defensive mind and a box to box. But what are you thinking? You think these guys are going to be backups to to Legere and Jono, or you think that we're looking to bring somebody uh, to actually, you know, main those main those positions? That Instagram post, man. <laughs> that's, that's that's what I was referring to. <laughs> that's how we're going to connect it. I, you did a good job of, of hiding your tip for hat. I like it. <laughs> um, I what you think? I don't. I don't know, man. I think. Um... First of all, if he says that we're trying to bring in people who the skill level is not going to drop, intensity is not going to drop, then as long as they're up to the challenge and they're willing to fight for the spot, I don't mind benching whoever has to get benched if they're not on one that week. So as long as it's you know a quality player or a player who might not be quality but you know just steps up to occasion, bro, we've had players like that before where they come in for someone. It's like, yo, like, why isn't this guy getting minutes? And I mean, we lost Kitchen, we lost Corona. Those are players that we. It sounds like those are the players that he's trying to replace, defensive yeah. mid and box to box. So yep. we're we're lacking uh, depth in the midfield right now. Quality depth you know? too, right? Quality depth because yeah. uh, because there 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 is a drop off, and we saw it last year. Um, let, let me go back to what what uh, Nelson I mentioned right uh, about like. You know, bringing players and and you know, possibly players who have experience in MLS. Um, interesting because they they they, they mentioned they want their, their targeted players are players who are just about to hit the prime. So they're looking for players who are who have been you know scaling up and they're just about to hit the prime and they want to get them then so they can develop them at the prime and for the team, which is really. Again, really good to hear, right? Uh, we've been we've been a team who's relied on players who are established uh, elsewhere, and we wanted to bring in bring them in and just kind of perform for us as well, right? Uh, the fact that the, the Greg is really bringing thinking of bringing in players who are who are about to peak, who are about to hit their prime. I think that's like it, you know, seeing a loud sounds like well, duh. but the fact that like that, that that's the that that's the case or that's the way they're moving is exciting for me. Right, it's really exciting for me because because of what I just said. We relied on so many players who have already been established and quite possibly over the prime or just you know getting on the other side of the hump. Uh, seeing them come in with new players uh, or looking at players who are just about at the prime, really, really, really a good move. In the same line, in the same sentence, he mentioned that young DP or that youth youth fund players. That's that's what he called it. Uh, bringing in the youth fund players. I mean. See, the reason that's exciting to me about finding a player right before they hit their peak, that means that you have a proper scouting staff because you know 
or you think you know when they're about to hit the peak if they haven't peaked already. Yep. And then you're talking about this young player thing, whatever the fuck you said. I don't understand <laughs> what you said, but you Youth know, fun players finding the right players to fit your system prior to peaking is perfect because by season two, you know, your first season you build, you get your get your style going. You know, you imply like you imply everything that you want the team to do. So by season two. When those players finally do peak or on their peak or about to peak, they're rolling and they're playing your system. So, I mean, that that to me is exciting in itself um, that you said that. I had no idea that that's what they were looking for. But, I mean, yeah, that's, uh, it, that sounds good to me, bro. And, and, it's, and it's the way that the league is moving, right? Uh, we've seen it. We've seen it just how, how often they're bringing – teams in and not only just like the you know the big metropolis cities or just like this, even like the midwest teams are, are bringing in talent that is really young that it's you know south american central american and it's it, if that's the way it's moving and i think again i'll repeat myself as i did before like i think that's the right move i think that's where the league needs to move uh the fact that now we have uh a coach who who, who sees it in the same way it's really interesting right because i don't think you know shiggy wasn't that right uh GBS, GBS wasn't that. Hey, here, let, let me let me just kind of sidebar here, right? Uh, let me sidebar here because I don't know if it was a, if it's the the language barrier or what it was, but there's a very good sense of confidence from from Vanny that I never. Cool. No, I was just gonna say it. It's uh, and along with all of that, you set up like a club culture, right? Like that. That was the big knock on GBS, right? Like, what are we doing here? Yeah, and um, it's exciting to think about those just those pre-peak players. I guess we can call them mentoring mm-hmm. younger players and integrating with the players that have been here for a while. Like, there's a plan. Yeah, and yeah. I think that's a, a really, really big part of it. Yeah. And um, it, it helps me trust Vanny. And it's I, you know, I hadn't heard any of that either. So I'm I'm happy to to hear that they're at least thinking about a system and about culture and like. Oh putting man, a, putting a system in place, and and I have uh, I'm gonna go into in, into the culture things. He says some things about culture that that are that are super interesting, uh, insightful too, right? Uh, but let me just get rid of. Let me just keep talking about um about the players and and what he mentioned about players. Uh, like Vanny, Vanny is, is is definitely looking forward to having Pablo in the lineup, right? Um. Like there's no, there's no doubt about it. Like he he talks about Pavone as as in as in like you know we're working on getting him back because we want him back. Um, and he says something about like he has been like really looking forward to working with a speedy winger that's creative, right? Um, but he said that he also needed somebody on the other side to do the same. So like for for them, I think one of one of the targets is is getting that that second winger who's also speedy, right? Uh, which bolts bolts very well for. For the player we talked about last week with uh Isim Balik, right? Like from, uh, from update on uh, update on that man. Uh, he scored two this weekend. No this shit. Yes, sir. So, uh, and it was yeah. I think it was his birthday yesterday or today. So happy <laughs> birthday to Future G. Birthday uh, brace. Let's go. Um so he, he's looking for that, right? He he's looking for to be dynamic on the wings. And then one thing that he mentioned like a few times over was that. He's looking for that speed as well. Like he wants speed down the middle. 
he wants speed on the wings. Like he's he 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 wants to stop like that that weak counter counterattack defense that we have. He wants players that can you know get up and down the field fast. Which <laughs> you know it's it seems so simple, right? Because it's like, it's like yeah, we're slow. We like, you know what I mean? Like it seems so simple. Last season, and we're one of the slowest looking teams in the league. And man, I'm glad someone watches soccer. Like. And and, and and it's that right? It, listen, and maybe maybe GBS noticed too, but he just never said it out loud. And the fact that uh that he does like like that and and and, and I'm trying to I'm, I'm walking this fine line where I'm not saying too much so so I don't you know break that trust that he has with us. Uh, but he's talking he's talking very candidly and and saying just like maybe things that are obvious like we need more pace. But shit that we hadn't heard before, right? From anybody in the front office or anybody like acknowledging the fact that we're slow, right? Like he acknowledges and says we need more pace, and that's just not on the wings. It's like down the middle on the wings, and yeah, we do need more pace. Like I'm glad somebody, like Maso was saying, like somebody's <laughs> looking at soccer, somebody's saying like the basic shit, and and honestly, I think that's what we need. We need like the basic shit locked down before it, we think about anything just, else. It seemed so broken last year. Like you're, and last year's the crazy year, right? But like they get the ball and they're like. Like, don't know what to do with it. I, you know, it goes back to the system thing. I'm excited for yeah. for players to have instructions. Yeah, yeah, that right. Specific um, ones. Yeah, and and the, 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 he he's talked about that. He, he, I mean, uh, yeah. So he he went into that saying, um, you know, when he was talking about it, it's not only defense; it's the midfield. Sometimes that they has to cover the defense. They have to make sure they move unit, and that each player needs to have their specific role. Right, they, 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 what they have to do every single game in and out, like this is what you got to do. But he also wants different qualities. So, like when that's locked down, you're able to do something else as well, right? Like, like the way he's thinking is, is it's it seems like it's a very like here's the base and let's build from that, right? But like let's let's have the base be secure, be like completely locked down. And yes, that's exactly what we need. We need foundation before we fucking you know think of anything else. And I'm all about that. Uh, and I'm gonna end up, I'm gonna end up with a, with a little stuff that's not on field, but it's definitely more of the culture, more of a of what they're doing uh, outside of the pitch, right? And, and for for Vanny, the whole thing has been uh, culture, uh, building a culture, and that's like with the fans, with uh, with the players, and and players with the fans. It's just he wants the whole thing to be a unison uh, and understanding who the galaxy is, who the galaxy is, and what they represent, right? Um, He's been strong on saying it's not relying on your history, but it's respecting it and building on top of it. I mean, just all the again, I'm a sucker because you know, you know, I get sold easily. But he's saying the right things. He's saying shit that, that you know, I mean, like they seem very obvious. But he's saying it. Uh, but let's get in depth, right? There's a uh, there's overhaul going down with uh, with the training facilities. Uh, they've they've knocked down the gym to make it wider. And have different sections, have different uh, sections there now uh, for pre-workout and post-workout, plus like their gym stuff. Uh, they've they're creating a a video room, which I thought was really interesting, right? Because uh, apparently before they had they had a players' lounge where they'll throw tape out there and they're just kind of kick back and watch it. He he said, "Nah, I need like a classroom." So they're building it up with like an auditorium style seating where they can really kind of go in there and focus. I'm saying, right? Like, like, listen, this is, it seems, it seems right. arbitrary. It seems small, but like, it's like, you know, 
if you go in there, you got beanbags and you watch TV versus you go in there, and you got a desk and you're watching TV. Like, you know, it, it's, it after, sets a difference. After practice, after practice, I'm taking yeah. a fucking It's a nap, mindset. Bro. Yeah, yeah. It, you know what I mean? It, 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 and it seems, again, it, it's it, arbitrary and it's so small, but it's stuff like that that I think will put a little pressure, put, put the seriousness that, that you need to, right? Like, like this, you're not, you're not here just to, to relax for the next 30 minutes and watch a play. Like, let's focus in and, and here's what we're doing. Like, the work ethic like yeah. get back to the work ethic, you know? Yeah. Uh, they, they, they created a space for the science, for the sports science department. So they could go in there and, and kind of really analyze the players and analyze like where everybody's at. Uh, they're no longer going to be practicing in, in front of the stadium. They're going back, which I assume is going to be like the track and field as they did before. Uh, so it's, it's a, again, like, and that's what, what I'm really impressed and really excited about is the fact that Van is just not thinking, you know, my starting eleven plus my subs. Like there is this whole like whole thing coming around, and 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 the fact that there's like that there's even talks about sports science because when's the last time any of us here heard sports science in the galaxy at the same time, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, it, 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 and, and it's, we're behind again, there, right? Yeah, and, and and that's and that's and it's dope, man. It's again, I'm a sucker, so take it with a grain of salt because I believe into a lot of shit they're saying. Uh, but Me it's too, good man. to, <laughs> but it's good to hear though. It's really good to hear because it's stuff that like you know we've talked about. It, like like we don't hear about sports science, we don't hear about the scouting, we don't hear about this and the other, and these things are being talked about. Like, they've been they've been very close, and if that changes too, I'll be very happy. Like just tell us what you're working on. We'll work with you. We'll support you. We'll support the team. Just tell us, man. In in his, in his death thing, like that's what we've been most impressed about is that. Um, Greg Van Vanny's been here for maybe a month, right? I got I, I go back, and he's and he's been on two meetings with us already. We got another one scheduled with leadership in this week, I think. Like he's been accessible. He wants to hear us. Uh, there was a point where he, like he just kind of stopped the meeting. And he's like, somebody has a question. He stopped the meeting, and we kind of went into this conversation like candidly, just like, like we're having right now, right? And, and it was back and forth. There was questions asked, and. And it's not what not what I'm used to from from the front office, from a coaching staff, from you know any other higher ups in the galaxy, right? Like it's not what I'm used to. And the fact that that's changing, it it bodes well, right? Because listen, if, if Vanny's plans doesn't work well, right? But he keeps us updated what he's trying to do and what's happening. I'm I'm be less hypercritical than I was before, right? Because like I understand, like okay, this process is right. I mean, last season was a joke. Trust the process. Like everyone's kind of laughing because like who the fuck knew what the process was, right? Uh, with Vanny, it seems like here's here's the process here's what i'm trying to do and that boats like that gives me a boat confidence like that's like yeah that's where i want to be at um did he say anything about greg vanny greg vanny is asking if greg vanny said anything about camps yes he did uh he said uh he said that that's that's one of the pieces right uh it's it's uh three cms that he wants to bring in uh box to box a defensive midfielder and most important is the creative uh attacking midfielder so yeah yeah he's there for there he didn't, he didn't he didn't want to give any names or or just kind of hint at anything but there is a, there is uh there's players there and again he didn't mention that all the nine seven nine players they have are all already targeted uh with names on them they're just not releasing that until there's anything to be released yep yeah yeah um dope that's it that, that's all i have for that for that meeting again i for, uh, Take what I'm saying with a grain of salt because I'm sucking up by into shit. But it's sounding good, man. It's sounding better than it did last year. It's sounding better than it did the year before that, and the year before that, 
and the year before that. So, like, you know, I mean, it's, 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 I think we would be in a better space. I, I'm more confident after hearing him talk, after hearing the coaches' stuff talk too, right? Like, there's, I didn't say enough about them, but they all seem like, like they know each other. Like, that's, they know each other and they, and they, they talk like they're in unison and they can transmit that to the players. And so they can be in unison. Yeah. I, I wonder if they can cut the shit too because of that, right? It's like, hey, like these are the problems we have. We've all played together. We know what it means, right? I think there's a lot yeah. to be said for that too, if they're being real with each other. And it seems so. And it seems so, right? Because like, um, it's like the handoff of conversations. Like, you know, I was trying to recall something that, whatever point is at one point Vanny was talking and he's like, no, actually, you know what? You could ask for this better. And he kind of shot it over to him, kind of stepped back and, and my man's ran with it. Right. Like, is that type of thing? Like, like, yeah, I'm the coach, but like, is this really your, like your, what you, you know, what you live at take over. And he did. And, and that again, it's their team, their team, right? Like you can tell that the staff coach staff of the team, uh, Kevin Harbin being included in that. If they could just kind of relay that onto the players. I think it would be all right, man. Um, it, it's looking promising. I know it just talks with season coming up in about two months. Uh, preseason coming about in two weeks. Or, yeah, preseason comes two weeks. So we'll see more of that and looking forward to it. Um, but I think that's that's all I have for uh, for that uh, meeting. Yeah, one more thing I want to add. Uh, I've seen this on Twitter. I don't know how much truth there is to it, but it uh, looks like uh, Carlos Harvey's coming back. Yep. Yeah, that, that um, seems like it's looks yeah. like it. That's your uh, defensive mid uh, midfield right there. It, it, my man can be box to box, bro. I, I, I saw him. Yeah. I, I saw him last year. I think he can be box to box. I think he might have to lose, you know, a few pounds just to be a little on the lighter side. I, I don't mind. I don't mind his weight. He's playing defensive, but if you can do box to box, might you lose a couple pounds just to be a little more agile. But from what I saw from him, he's he's solid. I like him. That's not bad. And I, I mean, I think we're all in agreement that he's not. He won't be the starting center mid, but. Somebody could definitely come off the, come off the, the player that goes back to like man, you could develop that kid into something greater. He's young. Yeah. How old is he? He has. I think he's like 22, 23. Yeah. Yep. I think he has a high ceiling. Like, uh, like at least from what I from what I've seen him play, G uh, twos, and I always thought he was too good for G two. You know, hopefully he's uh, he's MLS ready soon. You know. It, it, and, and and that's the thing, like like in that position too, like you don't have to be full of like glitz and glamour, right? Like you just got to be a hardworking player, right? You got to be able to fucking throw your body around and, and stop the pass and create an outlet pass, right? Like it's it's a it's a position that doesn't get a lot of limelight unless you're you're fancy and got twinkle toes and can move around. But there's a lot of players who just are hardworking. Yeah. yeah, you know, I mean, there's a lot of players poor, who poor just at least. <laughs> what I like about him is uh, the hard challenges, though. like yeah. Always goes in hard. Yeah. Enforcer as I fuck. Feel like that we missed that something. Yeah. yeah, he seems he seems to have heart too. Like he's like, I want to play. I want to earn my spot. Yeah, I mean, my, the kid is young, right? Like, the kid is young. You know, he's gonna want it at that age. Like, you know, you want it. So, I'm looking forward to that. Um, all right, if we got anything else, let, let's uh, let's get in some questions. Go with that. For sure. Uh, that question, I thought those <laughs> only came with George. No, 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 they're here. I'm not saying I don't have any questions. <laughs> so, 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 let, let me hit you up with this. Uh, G-Man over in, on on Street from the Stand Discord says, with, the co- with this coaching staff comprised of a lot of former players, is there any former player you'd like to see in your dream coaching staff? I got one right off the bat that I've been wanting on, on, on some level. 
Uh, I've been wanting Cienfuegos in some level to be a coach. Like, that, that man was so smart on the ball. Like he has to give that knowledge up to, to, to the team, bro. Like the one player, like right off the bat, it's, it, it'll be Cienfuegos. I would love to see him in, in some way, somehow. In, in For me, uh, just based off of the needs on the team, even though it doesn't count because he has a job already, be uh, Greg Berhalter. <laughs> yeah. 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 100%. I'll take him as head coach after Vanny. Maybe. I don't know. Like, but like, yeah. I, I have a soft spot for him. Like, he, he was fucking goat. I love the guy. Nothing. You got anything? Yeah. I'd, I'd love to see he has a job too and a team, but I would love to see um, Donovan come back in some capacity and like whip up some of these kids into shape. You know, he's, He's always fiery in a quiet way, you know? Um, yeah. And I think he said he was open to it. Um, other than that, you know, CN, same. Can't go you know, it's interesting because like with, uh, with Donovan, like he's another player who also, like, give me, he's Donovan, right? Uh, I also would like for him to be here, but it has to be the right time, right situation. For sure. Where it doesn't bite no him Frank ass, Lampards. Right? Yeah, exactly. No Frank <laughs> Lampards over here. I, I'm super protective <laughs> over them too because they're like, you know, they're, they're like, I was there. They're, they're my guys. They're the guys that you know. What I mean, I saw some shit tears for them, right? Like, or, uh, don't fuck, don't fuck the legacy up, please. <laughs> bring uh, Stevie G over here. Not good. Coaching. Oh, I, hey, he's doing, he's doing well in fucking uh in something, right? So much cold. <laughs> Who would have thought? Yeah. Um. No, moving on. Glenn with two ends says, "Looks like we're signing depth at the moment. Which G two players, if any, can you see fitting one or two spots on the bench and one or and one to fight." For the start, man. Um, so there's Augie, right? There's Augie, and I'm impressed on Augie because I think Augie's really talented. Like he's he's talented. Like you know, there's no no question about it. But do we bring him up and and have him sit in the bench? I don't think the time's right. What do you think? This time? What, what do you no. th- what's the move for Augie then? And, and Glenn, we'll I, go back to we'll go back to back to your question. But let, let's talk about Augie for a second. What's the move for Augie this season? Right? Because he actually, I'll shut up and, and let you guys talk about this. What's the move for him? <laughs> you want to go? Uh, you want to go first, Nelson? I want to. I want to uh, take on that. I, I don't. I don't know. I know he's really hungry. I know he wants to come up. Um. Is I have more questions than than answers. Like it's. If he comes up, is Zubak in front of him? Like, why didn't we keep Wild? Like, back to that, right? Like, Wild could play <laughs> up there. I, I don't know. I don't think they have a, an idea of where to put him right now, and I worry about him sitting. It's more important for him to keep playing and to, and to not, even though I know he is hungry and, and you know, fiery and he wants to come up, and I worry about, like, having a Triori situation with him where he, like, gets upset or whatever and we lose him or like Uli, right? Like yeah. you go somewhere. I don't I don't know what hit what a position for him looks like on on the on the first team. Master, give me a take on Nagi. What do we do with him? My take is he's almost MLS ready. I don't think he's quite there yet. I think he needs half a season minimum, one more season in USL. This goes back to playing time. He's not going to start over Cheech. Um, it doesn't look like we're going to at 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 top at, at top. the moment. So I mean, why waste that development 
on the bench. Um, he needs game minutes, and I think one more season in USL. Once we establish what we're gonna play, what we're gonna do, then you bring him up next season when our style of play is set. And I think that's the move. I understand he's hungry. I understand he wants to be on the first team, but I just right now I don't think that's the right move for him or the Galaxy. And that's how I feel about that. Like I, I mean, I could be wrong. Uh, he might be MLS ready, but I just feel like he's missing a little something. And I think if he if he repeats the season he had last year or ends up winning Golden Boot with G2s, I mean, I think that's more than the shout that you need. Like, oh, well, I scored the goals I had to score. Here it is, he, you know? He, You know, and and I don't think you guys are wrong with that or, or Masa, uh, um, but th- there's there's something about, like, capping, uh, putting a ceiling over, like, a promising player like that. They, I don't know how good it does for him, right? Because he... Listen, he he excels in USL. There's no question about it, right? Uh, coming into season, I think there are people more aware of him, but I don't see how you stop that kind of talent in the USL, right? I don't think there's talent to match him. What What about the reserve league? Could there be a situation where he comes up and then he he's you know like one of the leaders of the reserve teams? I don't know a whole lot about that new reserve system that they're implementing. Yeah. Um, maybe if he's too good for USL. Um, because the argument is to be made as well, like it well, if he's too good for USL, then like what is he doing other than reps? Um, could it be that he comes up and he features mostly on the reserve squad, whatever that looks like? I don't know. I'd have to look more into that, but maybe it's a happy medium. Yeah, it, it, and I think my biggest trouble with everything around here is like, are, are we are we doing more damage to him by not pushing him right? Because uh, even reserve league, USL league, like I don't know if he's gonna get that push that he needs, right? Like Masa mentioned that he he might not be MLS ready, and I'm not necessarily convinced that you get MLS ready in another season with USL or in the reserve suit for that matter. To be honest, right? Like there's like there has to be a mechanism, and I don't know what that is, but there has to be a mechanism where he could showcase at a higher level and kind of so retest then, himself there, right? Like so then, if you're the Galaxy right now, and if you feel like if I'm the Galaxy, if I'm in charge of these players, if I'm DTK, oh, well, Augie Williams showed last season that he's too good for you. So I don't know if he's MLS ready or maybe he is, but there's no way that I'm going to bring him up and and stop his minutes. And I send this man on loan. Maybe. It's, I think- it, it, for me, that's right. It's the move. If you don't feel maybe to me, the reason why I, I want to say I'll give him another shot at USL it's because he's done it this one season. You know, the, the prior year, he was putting up numbers, but not like last season. So if I see within half a season, those same numbers or similar numbers where I'm going to see like, oh, he's going to hit those numbers again, or he's going to do better than last season, then that's when you bring him up. But if you already think that he's too good for USL and he's not going to get minutes in the starting 11, or he's not going to get minutes on the first team, then you, you send them out. Yeah. And and not to discourage them, it's more like I'm sending you out so you can get game time. So yeah. when you come back, you're ready for the first team. 
Yeah, I, I, I think that's an easy sell, right? Like, if, if that's a route, I think that's an easy sell. And again, I, I don't know if if, if Augie is like, oh, I, I want to be pushed up and I want pushed up on the first team. I just assume that. I mean, he's a talented player. I assume he wants to play the first team. Um, but yeah, it, it'd be interesting, right? It's really interesting to see where he's at and and what the conversations between you know DTK, Greg Vanny, uh, and him are, right? Because I, I have to assume there there is like a long term plan for him, or at least a long term vision for him, because he is talented, like. That you you would think that you want to see him come up the ranks and, and play for the first team at one point or another. Interesting. Uh, and that's it. Like, so going back to Glenn's, Glenn's question, I, and I don't know if you guys have any more answers. Like, the one player that kind of always sticks out is Augie because of the talent that he is. Um, I know we're excited about... Uh, what's the midfielder we, we we just signed to to, to the first team, son that you liked? Um, uh, defender, uh, Neil. I like, yeah. uh, I like Neil. Uh, a lot actually he stood out to me. Um, Jonathan Perez, uh, Saldana. I just feel like the upside for Neo, especially in the position like uh, that we need a center back. I think, I mean, there's so much upside to that kid. So, um, but uh, yeah, after them, you know, for me, that the other two guys and G Curly and and the G two is a uh, Williams and um, Mir Cuevas. Mm. So, yep. I mean, we'll see, though. I mean, yeah. like I said, and- if they feel like he's not first team ready, and if you're going to stump his minutes, then you loan him out. It, it, I don't see how hard that could possibly be. Yeah. And, and you know what? I don't think we have to wait too long, right? Because uh, at least per, per Troll Baxter, uh, we should hear about some signings uh, this week, and and it seems like a lot of them are going to be uh, like G two players, right? Harvey being like the first one mentioned by name. So I don't think we wait too much longer to find out uh, like if we are going to pull the players from G two, uh, which would be dope to see, right? Uh, also, because like I, I've been out here for for years, not talking about like we need to see more from the academy, we need to see more from G two, and and if this is like how how the bug is rolling, I'm not necessarily mad at it. So let's see what comes about yeah. it. It was DTK's plan too, right? He was mm-hmm. saying that since he came in too to create the pipeline. So if it bears yeah. fruit, it bears. Yeah, and, and, and he's done it uh, before uh, with Tigres or Chivas, and then also with like the, the uh, underage uh, national team Mexico. So he's used to that. He's used to dealing with like the younger kids and bringing them up. So uh, give it time. And again, for at least for this season, I think we'll wait. Like next next Monday, we'll have uh, more to talk about because it seems like that's happening pretty soon. Uh, all right, moving on before we for, before we move on, so people understand this. Not every player that's in the youth academy prospers. Like you have to understand that. Like it's a very small window, right? Like you bring in all these players doesn't mean all eleven players are gonna break out and be superstars or the next. Not even yep. the next Julian. You know, like you have to understand, like. You're taking a gamble on these kids. You put your faith in these kids, and some of them pan out, some don't. So, yeah, just remember that. And and and, and not only pan out, but like most of them are not going to pan out for the G's. Doesn't mean they won't pan out for another team, right? Or another league, but for the G's, you know, I think for as much as we want to have pipeline there, like we're always going to be the G's. They're always going to like to, you know, for some some names and variety there. So, I, I you know. You have that in mind. All right. Uh, last question. Is it? Yeah, it is. The last question. Uh, Pancho de la Galaxia. Again, my man threw us the F1 question last week, so I fucked with him. Uh, for this upcoming season, 
Would you be disappointed if you see Julian playing on the wing to win again as opposed to playing a natural position right back? How do you feel about Fisher signing as depth at right back? Um, yeah, we, we kind of talked a little bit about it. I know Nelson brought that up a little bit. Uh, so why do you take the lead in that? Would you be disappointed to see him out, on, out wide instead of playing right back? I don't know. Um, I mean, there's overlap in that position, right? Um, I'd be a little disappointed. I would. Um, I think he's a right back and he should be a right back and we should develop him as a right back and give him minutes as a right back. So he brings a little bit of creativity as we have seen in that wing role. Um, but I would hope our defender can defend and whoever we put in the wing position can play the wing position. Right. I'm kind of tired of these, like, let's put people where they are and like, see what happens. Like I want everybody, it goes back to, I feel like I've been saying it a lot. Like I want everybody to have their job and work on their job and thrive in their job. And just play your position, man. Yeah. Yeah, I'm bored of that. Masa, what you think? Uh, Julian Rojo is a defender. He's not a winger. Um, he shouldn't be playing at the wing position. Uh, that's that. That's that. Yep. Yeah, listen, I, I think I think when we've seen uh, Araujo in the wing, it's been, excuse me, it's been really like a, stopgap move right like we're a bandit over something because like we didn't have another winger we didn't you know like he has speed let's throw him out there but that's not really what we want to see him Tactical reason you know yeah not to uh, it's not because oh that's where he plays his best no it's it's because our team is shit we have to plug <laughs> him there to make the other team play a yeah. different way to counteract that's what uh, yeah a hundred percent a hundred percent um and is that right? Is is that mentality that that I don't want to see? Right? Uh, not saying that that Julian can't get us out of pickle when we need to, but we shouldn't be in that pickle to begin with, right? Like we we should we should have a dedicated right winger, <laughs> right? Like that that's gonna be, that's gonna be playing there week in week out. Uh, so Araujo could be a right back. And again, like uh, you know, I've been out here saying like I, I want to see Araujo be the starting right back three four years and then he gets shipped off somewhere, you know, somewhere off, right? But he leaves here being like a, a stable. You know, fucking anchor point for the team as right back. Like that's what I want to see from Araujo, and it's like you know, from the, from 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 the youth to to being shipped out because he's dope. That's what I want to see from him. So yeah, I I would. I mean, I probably would be upset to see him play wing just because that means we somehow fucked that up and we couldn't get another winger to play to play the wing. Uh, so I would be upset, but I'm really or, hoping that we don't have to. Do that he turns into the fucking Gareth Bell dog, left back turn left wing. Offer? Mm-hmm. Oh, never mind. Sorry. <laughs> like um, like if. That's the case, then fuck yeah, I play my wing, but I mean I just don't see it at the moment. Yeah, me neither. Um uh, all right, and that's that's that for, for the questions it was light day questions, which I don't mind. There's not a lot to talk about, so I didn't get it. Uh Nelson, again, thank you very much for hopping on. No late notice, but man, I really appreciate you hopping on. Do me a favor, plug G thirty, plug everything you're doing, uh let us know where we can find you and what the fans can find you. Yeah, man. Well, I just want to thank you guys. I've listened to the show a long time. It's it makes me very happy to be here talking to you and 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 doing something myself and working collaboratively collaboratively with you know people I've watched and you know love for the community. Appreciate all the love everybody's given us and and the support and we really really appreciate it. You can find us at G Thirty Podcast on Twitter. Um, we're running pretty much everything out of there. We also play as Chanchos in Liga Galaxia against you guys. Yeah. Um, yes, coming back next season. What's up? Yes, coming yeah, back we'll next season. Back. So you guys we'll can back. leave because uh, because you know 
at worst, I knew we had chances to, to to fight over the you know the wooden spoon, and then you left us, and that's not fair. <laughs> I need you back. We'll be we'll be back. We're gonna a bunch of us are doing the picture cup, and I'm sure you know yeah. there'll be news about that. So looking forward to that. But G30, you know your 30 minute podcast Thursdays. Um, it usually publishes between Thursday night and Friday morning. Um, and yeah, just come get your quick galaxy fix. End of the week. Thank you guys again. It's been super yeah. fun. For sure, we'll we'll definitely. Uh, I'll put the the link to your Twitter on the description on YouTube, same as uh, a description on all the audio podcasters. So again, thank you for being here. Um, for sure, a uh, couple last things uh, before we head out. Um, I have oh, actually, Mixer Cup as you brought it up. Uh, the player pool has been closed. We'll talk about like the draft, the live draft coming up. Uh, this week, I got to talk to the league office to find out when we want to do that. But that's coming up. Uh, in case you didn't sign up and you still want to sign up, you want to play uh, just a friendly cup, uh, pro clubs cup, club. They really intended to kind of get a uh, community who play on Xbox together and, and play for a little bit. Uh, make sure you reach out to uh, League of Galaxia on Twitter. Um, ACB, ACB stuff. We got a a uh, our first charity event of the year is going to be a a. Blanket drive for the homeless in in city of Los Angeles. Uh, we'll have more details coming out for you, but just know it's going to be a drive through. We are going to be accepting new, just new blankets because COVID and all the sanitary things that you had to do in order to be able to to get that up. So we're only going to be accepting new uh, new blankets. Uh, we do have some links where you get some really cheap ones that are really good. Uh, all that, all the more information coming out, as well as your first chance to pick up the LA LA Galaxy LA Kings hat if you guys bought tickets for the ACB. It seems like a long as time ago, but it was last year. We're, we're going to have a, uh, a mechanism for you to pick them up. Uh, all that, keeping the lookouts on, on Twitter and socials, we'll update on that really, really soon. Um, anything else? I don't know if I missed anything else. If I did, then I'll tweet about it. Uh, Good night, dog. That's, that's what you're missing. <laughs> that's what I'm missing? All right. With that being said, it's another episode of Straight from the Stands. Like, boy, Rudy, I'm smart on Twitch. I'm smart on Twitter. I'm smart on the gram. Peace, love, and Jesus. Yeah. Thank you, guys. All right, boys. Have a good night. Peace.